All right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's he real angry. <laughs> he real angry. All right, man. What up? What up? What up? What up, people? Yeah, yeah. We back. Back in the place as usual. Like we never left. As per every week. Nah, I mean that time again. Nah, I mean those guys. Yeah, yeah. Your, your yeah. role models. <laughs> Super duty. The unofficial role models of hip hop. <laughs> Words. Super duty tough work. <laughs> the gatekeepers. Yeah, yeah. Doing everything right. Right. Nothing wrong. <laughs> Living a life filled with perfection. This is true. It's those guys. Truth is truth. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, we back. Word. Yeah, it's a good day. It is an awesome day. It started getting real hot. Like it was Come on, buddy. Because I was up I was up pretty early. I was out of the house at like ten this morning. Oh. And um it was nice and cool. <laughs> You know, about 11 got real. It got serious outside. Yeah. Yeah. That sun started beaming. It's been like that the last week. The mm-hmm. last week has been, you know, you look outside, it's like nine. You're like, oh, it's nice. Yeah. Then right around 10, 11, unbearable. Yes. Yeah. Seriously. And ending beaming. the day on some 85, 90 shit. Right. Yeah, I had the same experience yesterday. I was working on my porch, like fixing some uh, my steps. Went out there at nine thirty. Like, oh, this is great. Yeah, had my music bumping. It was quiet <laughs> in the hood. Uh, nine thirty, nine forty-five. I was like, oh shit, this shit is all bad. You know, it was like uh, just dumb, humid. I had to take a break. That's crazy. But yeah, it's messed up. Crazy how life works. But yeah, you know, that's uh, summer. It's almost August. Yes, real summer. It's gonna get realer. Coming. Yeah, real summer is coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the warm up. Yeah, literally, literally. Oh yeah, I got another announcement. Word. Uh, I think I got uh, Fargo confirmed. Nice for the uh, King No Crown film tour. Nice it's three joints. Nice in the bag. Right. So we got uh, that's confirmed at the Aquarium. Okay. On Thursday, August seventeenth. Okay. Your boy, Print Nificence, mm-hmm. will be there in Fargo. In the place to be. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, doing a Q and A after uh-huh. uh, screaming in the film. So if you live in Fargo. Uh, Thursday, August 17th, I'll be seeing you. If you live in Minneapolis, Friday, August 18th uh-huh. at the Parkway Theater, we're screening the film. Yes. And uh, gosh, what's the other one? Oh, the 16th, uh, Wednesday, August 16th in Sioux Falls, South Dakota at the Icon Lounge. SD. Screening King No Crown, the movie. Nice. Words I never thought I would be saying. Yes, but uh, it's kind of cool. It's, it's kind of cool. It's very cool. You know, get this joint out there, and uh, so yeah, we on our mission, man. Nice. And it's Friday. Yes, I'm in Dayton. Ah, that's right. With 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 the cool Doctor Octagon. Yeah, 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 yeah. So on. So you know, I don't know how many of y'all listeners we got from that area, but you know, come show your face. I'll be at the merch table. Word. Yeah. You know? I just found my Doctor Octagon CD like two days ago. I don't know if I had that on CD. Because I, I was packing my house and I'm like, oh, because it's on my iPod. Yeah, you know what? I do have that on CD. Yeah. Yeah. The the 2020 joints. Yes. Uh, I always get those albums mixed up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What is up? I don't know. We got crazy. Uh, It's the cable, you know. Mm-hmm. The green joint. Yeah. I've got to get another one. Yeah. That's true. Buy some merch. <laughs> Super duty. We always need to update our, our gear. Update the gear. We, you know, sometimes we don't get to update it. But, you know, we got fresh. We got a new recorder, but. You know, little cables and shit. Right, right. You know, this is the not, little things. This is not a fancy, yeah. You know, outfit here. The little things. Yeah, you know. this is DIY shit. But we need, we need cables. This is true. You know, stop the feedback. 
Yeah. So uh, today, this is an early morning edition. Early morning edition. Because Elijah, it's so early that even Elijah showed up earlier than he said he was going to show up. Yeah, it's yeah. That that hardly ever happens. Like he was like, yeah, let's do it at noon, and he shows up at like eleven thirty. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, in the area. I thought you was a telemarketer though, because <laughs> fools be out here banging on some trying to sell you shit. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They come uh, through the hood deep. Oh. So I was like, who the fuck is this? That's why you looked like. Yeah, I look over the door. Yeah, like, and if I don't like who it is, I turn back around and don't even answer it. <laughs> Not feeling you, son. Yeah, it's like who this? Oh, that's my man's. Yeah. But yeah, man, today we uh we talking about rappers, man. Rappers. Not wanting to grow up. Yeah, man. And uh, there's been a lot of sightings of immature rappers in the public. <laughs> Lots of sightings. Yeah, many, sighting. many yes. sightings. They're they're running rampant right now. I this think they're true. multiplying. Right. And uh, you know, there's there's times in your life we're grown men, mm-hmm. and we haven't always been the mature guys we are now. Of course not. But there definitely comes a time when you should start to act a little grown. This is true. And uh, what we have seen uh, in the last two weeks is that you know there's been a mass triggering of immature rappers right and it all started with jay-z's album mm-hmm. like all of a sudden everybody is just everybody mad they, they feelings man <laughs> they are angered they are personally offended by his album right in ways that i'm kind of surprised by this is true it is it's hilarious to read some of these yeah you, you know, know it's funny as hell and, and so what it seems like it seems like uh like this album is kind of the content on it is making dudes do a personal inventory. Right. And they don't like that. Nope. Because doing a personal inventory of, of your life and what you're doing and where you're headed, it can, you know, bring out some uncomfortable truths. Yeah, I don't know who this nigga <laughs> he talking to. Right. It's a lot of that going on. <laughs> oh, they're so mad at Jay right now. I'm just like, it's just an album. Right. It's, right. it's either good or not. Like, they're taking it very personally. And so right. this episode, we're going to talk about, like, you know, rappers who don't want to grow up mm-hmm. and then we're going to talk about why they don't want to grow up word there's specific reasons why there are specific and uh we're going to talk about that today yes sir we'll be right back boom we got you stuck off the realness the most infamous you heard of us official podcast murderers the show comes equipped with few points to share grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow so go ahead and download every single week with a brand new episode you're not alone in this world cousin so we share information and honest discussion and keep repping the culture like we supposed to they spread gossip but they never come close to i can hear it inside their tone they talk about the industry but never left their home you get laced up with bullet points and such plus empowering topics that they never would touch you can put your whole network against the team but super duty tough works the mvp most valuable podcast on mp3 priceless info but all of it's free so take these words home and think them through super duty tough work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. Alright, word, we back in the building. <laughs> the most infamous. Word, word, you got you stuck off the rail. Uh, <laughs> bars so we talking about rappers not wanting to grow up they don't want to grow up man they want to be toys r us kids all their life forever forever that peter pan syndrome mm-hmm. so um we're gonna start out with a couple rappers that's mad at jay you know for example 
um, Lil Boosie. He's so angry, man. He's Lil, so angry. Lil Boosie badass. So this is the title. The title of the article it says Boosie badass calls out Jay Z for 444 lyrics. Quote: Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> that is the title. That's hilarious. And this is uh, on the boombox. The boombox. All right. The release of Jay-Z's album 444 on June 30th has brought out a number of celebrities. After name dropping Eric Benet and calling out Prince's former attorney, Londell McMillan, the, t- uh, the two took to social media to respond. Now Boosie Badass becomes the latest person to respond to the album, even though he was not mentioned. <laughs> Say that part again. He, called, he even though he wasn't mentioned, he's he's the latest person to respond to the album, even though he okay. was not. I just want to make sure I heard that right. Yeah, okay, go ahead. That, this is that happened. All right, Boosie seemed to take offense to a lyric in Jay Z's story of OJ, where he raps, "Y'all on the gram hold money to your ear." There's a disconnect. We don't call that money over here. Obviously, Boosie felt some type of way as the Louisiana rapper called out Jay for the lyrics on Instagram. (laughs) Quote, in Louisiana, his words don't fly, Boosie said. If you're trying to get Jay-Z money, you shouldn't be putting stacks to your ear. Jay-Z don't tell me what to (laughs) Jay-Z don't tell me what to do. I don't know about y'all, but he doesn't tell me what to do. The rapper went on to say that holding money to your ear is a louisiana trend that isn't that that isn't gonna stop but boosie comments didn't stop there he's not (laughs) he's not he's not a god to me he ain't no god to me he ain't no god uh if he tell you to stop wearing jordans y'all gonna stop wearing jordans he asked most of y'all just bridges y'all gonna stop jumping off bridges (laughs) most of y'all just dick riot if he tell you to stop shooting each other gonna stop shooting each other just because this man said stop the violence Y'all some hoes. Come on, man. But after all his comments, Boosie revealed that he would still love to work with Jay Z. Your words still work with him, though. Your words don't move me. I love to record with you too, but your words don't move me, homie. Your words don't move me, but I want to do a record with you. Right, right. (laughs) What we look like (laughs) coming around all that positive shit. Next thing you know, you're gonna be telling us to save money. Right. Be faithful to our wives. Oh man. Treat our kids with respect. You know what's better than. Throwing money at the strip club? Credit. <laughs> man, why is the rappers in their feelings over this record? I have no idea, man. It, I have no idea. It's kind of funny. Like, he's talking about, you know, uh, your words don't fly here in Louisiana. Right. Like, I, I hate how rappers talk about shit as if, like, the places that they see are, like, it's like that everywhere. Right. Like, just because you live in the hood or just because you hang out with some motherfuckers who who, who don't want to hear this shit doesn't mean that the greater population doesn't want to hear that shit. Right. And, and probably most of your friends are digging this record. Yeah. On some real shit. And if they're not, what does that say about them? Right. Like, I mean, it's it's a fucking gut check of a record to, to these rappers, I think. Right. Because... It's the first record on some real shit where Jay ain't talking about drugs. Yeah. He ain't talking he ain't he ain't talking bad about women. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's some it's some real shit. Yeah. You it's, know what I'm saying? He's talking some grown man shit. It's a grown man record. Yep. And if you don't want to grow up, it's, it's gonna it's smacking you in the face. Yeah, you see it as a threat. Yeah. And I think Boosie is in his feelings a little bit, you know, quite a bit. I mean, this is this is a guy who Boosie just got out of jail a few years ago. This is true. Like he got out of jail, he did yeah, at least three or four years. He was in there a minute. I think he was in there. Down. Right, yeah. And uh, is it is it any irony? Is it any any coincidence that the motherfuckers who have done the most dumb shit are the motherfuckers who are the most against this? Right. 
Like, like you've been in jail, one of the worst places. You were a rich man in jail, yeah. Which is probably even a different kind of hell, right? Because you know you shouldn't be in there, right? Right. You know you shouldn't. You, you know better. You fucking know. You, you know better. You made it financially, and you still wound up in jail. And uh, now these guys are blasting Jay for making a mature record. And I mean, and it's not. I, I would be more interested in a discussion about Jay Z not having the right to say it because of what he's done in the past. I think that's a more valid criticism, right? Like, well, Jay, you used to glorify all this shit. Now you switched up. That's a more valid criticism than just saying that I'm not going to listen to it just because what? You can't tell me what to do. Because you can't tell me what to do. I'd rather be a degenerate. Right. (laughs) That's it. To defend your right to degeneracy. (laughs) This is what we're talking about. I want to reserve the right to be a scumbag. Right. To be a fucking drain on society, to promote ignorant shit in mm-hmm. all of my music, and I can't have Jay Z out here letting people know that that shit is not okay. Right. I mean, and even saying like that, you know, him glorifying the stuff in the past is a better argument. It's really not because it's like, dude, I glorified the stuff in the past, but I was, you know, twenty something, thirty something yeah. years old. Like, I'm almost, I'm almost fifty. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It like, makes what sense. I look like. Still talking about the shit I was talking about twenty years ago, right? You know when I was when I was the young dude in the street, not married, no kids. I'm a different person. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, and, but and but but to me that could be the only the only criticism, right? right. Like, yeah, I, I that's the only one that makes sense. Right. Makes any sense? It makes sense. I, I don't think it's it's gonna work, and it doesn't hold up in, right. a, in an argument because, like you're saying, growth. Right. You cannot. Everyone should be allowed to grow and mature. But I think that. Out of all the critiques, if you're not talking about that, then it's like, where is this coming from? Yeah. This is not a valid critique, you know? And, and rappers don't want to grow up. But uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about why. Word. Why do these fools see it as a threat? Mm-hmm. We got like six joints, six reasons why everyone is in their fucking feelings about this goddamn record. <laughs> <laughs> Reason number one, there is money in immaturity. Say that again. There is money and immaturity Mm. everywhere you look in hip-hop maturity is not celebrated true immaturity is whether that be our immaturity in our relationships with uh women Mm -hmm. immaturity in how we handle ourselves in public uh immaturity how we handle our money yeah immaturity in how we handle each other in terms of the violence and the, and the lack of you know camaraderie amongst each other the rivalry uh that that's in a lot of music and the unnecessary beef hip-hop and the beef aspect of it has taken over so much that there is money in immaturity this is so true people go on vlad tv just to talk shit and spark controversy yep you know as soon as you see somebody on that vlad couch they're gonna say something that gets them and some shit mm-hmm. and makes another motherfucker mad it's like that shit has the ability of just making motherfuckers turn into to, to dickheads mm-hmm. and you know you got vlad's couch you got you got all these shows all these things that are set up to to celebrate this immature attitude and promote immaturity and so what happens when somebody comes out and does the opposite mm-hmm. instead of saying you know what he 47 Right. He should be talking about this. <laughs> right. If I'm 47 and I'm not talking about legacy, uh-huh. uh, being faithful to my wife, right. saving for the future. Leaving something to my children. Yeah. yeah. If I'm not talking about that, 
what kind of 47 year old am I? Exactly. I'm a piece of shit. Exactly. If I don't talk about that at 47, but instead you got these rappers who many of which are in the, approaching the same age range as Jay. Yeah. They've been in the game just as long as him mm-hmm. and they're offended. Why? Because when you talk about immaturity, you're threatening their livelihood. This is so, so true. I mean, and then you got, you know, a lot of the more popular, you know, hip hop artists are kids. You know, so a lot of the more popular is that, you know, especially these days, the, the Yachty's and the Uzi's of the world, you know, them cats is like 18, 19, early 20s. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, when you have when they're trying to keep up, when you have these rappers that's been around for a while trying to keep up, they don't want they they, they feel like, how am I going to reach the kids if I'm talking about all this grown man shit? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I still got to be talking about guns and drugs and, you know, all that shit in order to still sell records because that's what that's what the kids listen to these days. It's true. But but here's the thing that a lot of people don't see. And what I've noticed is that the criticisms that we're seeing come from Jay-Z's record are not from the little yachties, the right. little Uzi verts, right. the 18 year old, 17 year old kids. Right. They're coming from the 30 and 40 year old rappers yeah it's the older guys who are coming out criticizing his message Mm -hmm. why because those motherfuckers have bought into this idea that subconsciously at least that that there is no home there is no country for old men Mm -hmm. in hip-hop there is nowhere to go other than talking about whatever is hot in Mm -hmm. pop culture and whatever kids are talking about and because they bought into that they hate the fact that Jay-Z is doing the opposite and being prosperous. Yeah. He's aged gracefully. Come on. In, in music. People still care. And, yeah. and, 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 and it's not that, like you said, rappers are thinking about it backwards. They're thinking, oh, well, shit, I have to talk about what the kids are talking about to stay relevant. But they're not looking at it like the kids are OK with people with, with talking about that because that's what they're going through. All right. That's what they're doing. 17 year old kids don't want to hear 47 year old men talk about the same shit that they're rapping about at. Right, exactly. At 17. Exactly. Because they are looking to the adults for something else. Right. And instead, you have these adult rappers who are critiquing Jay mm. completely differently than what the youth are. The youth are like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what you should be on. That's what my parents are on. Right. That's what my, my auntie's on. That's what my family is on. That's what we should be striving to. That's what I want to be doing when I'm 47. Right. Right. Instead, you got the, the, the cats like 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 him, you know, talking dumb shit like don't tell me what to do. Like, did he talk to you personally? No. Why are you taking this so personally? You because know? you probably because, you know, in your heart of hearts that he talking to you. Yeah, you can feel you it. Can fe- you can feel, feel it. it. That's why hey, you feel it some type of how's way. How's that saying? goes? a hit dog gonna holler. You know, there's a lot of hit dogs out here. <laughs> right, hollering. Right, hollering. Yep. Because that, uh, hey, you must have got hit. Yep. <laughs> you holler. home. Yeah, man. So that's number one. That is numero uno. So we do number two. Yeah. They don't have no responsibility mm. when, you, when you don't have to grow up. No, res- man, man. Break that down. When you don't. When you basically. No, as a child, you don't have you don't have you're not responsible for anything. My kids don't pay no bills. Yep. You know what I'm saying? My kids don't have to pay no rent. You know, in this hip hop thing, a lot of people don't want to be role models. They don't want to stand up for anything. And if you're if you're not mature and you're not and you don't grow up, you don't really feel like you have to. You know, Jay's gotten to a point where he feels like, OK, I've been talking all this shit for so long. Let me show let me show them how I became this multimillionaire. Let me show yes. them what I've done to get to the point where I am 47 and my kids don't have to worry about a thing. You know, generations of my family right. won't have to worry about shit. Let me show them how I did that. 
you know, and especially as a black man, I think Jay Z really like the Harry Belafonte criticism that he got, you know, earlier. Yeah. Um, you know, I think stuff like that has affected him, and especially with what's going on with black men in this country, has affected him to a point where he's like, I need to help my people. I'm in a position where I can help my people. I should be helping my people and not be a detriment to my people. And he's grown up. He's grown up. Yeah. He has the response. He feels like he has that responsibility. You yeah. know, he has to take it on. And, 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 and my critique of him always was that, hey, Jay, you know, you're way smarter than your music. Right. Lit, led, leads on. Mm-hmm. You're right. Like, you're, you're, you're such a smart guy that, you know, he was just as smart as Nas when Nas was doing these records. Right. Exactly. He just basically, Jay basically just made a Nas record. Right. It's no different. It's mm-hmm. the only difference is that Jay is 10 years later at making those records than Nas was. Right. And so Jay's always known. Right. But now he's like, you know what? Okay, uh, it's it's time. It's overdue. There's a there's a situation the the, the, the culture has changed, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in general, and I think that he sees like, okay, this will be received better now. Right. Than maybe had I done it X amount of years ago. And at the time that Nas was doing it, Nas wasn't the only one doing it. Right, right, right. And now it seems, I mean, at least in, you know, in the upper echelon of, you know, the hip hop culture, Jay's the only one doing it right now, which makes it stand out and be a little more, you know, effective um, in that sense. Totally. So that's number two? That was number two. Take a break. Over the last several months, as the podcast has been growing, people have been asking how they can support the Super Duty Tough Work podcast. Well, here's three simple ways to support the podcast. Number one, spread the word. This is the easiest and most effective way to support the podcast. In fact, it's free and doesn't cost you a thing. So there's no reason not to do it. If you're listening to us and like what we do, please take a couple of seconds and share the podcast on your social media pages. So whether you have Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, it's highly likely that you've got some friends who share similar interests and tastes and would dig the podcast too. That helps bring more listeners to the podcast and it helps us grow. The second way you can help support Super Duty Tough Work is to comment and rate. Now, if you're on iTunes or you have an iTunes account, give your boys that five-star rating. We need that. The more five-star ratings and comments we have, the higher our show ranks and the easier it becomes for people to find it. If you're on SoundCloud, there's a heart icon next to each episode on the left side. That's the like button. Hit that like button while you're listening. Also, add a comment while you're listening and join the discussion. All feedback is welcome. The third way you can support the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, the most valuable podcast on planet Earth, is to support our music. As you know, Illogic and I are artists. We both put out albums. Illogic makes albums. Buy his albums. I make albums and books. Anytime you support our music, you are supporting the making of the show. You can find my music, books, and t-shirts at waitlist.net. That's the word, waitlist.net. Go there, pick up something, and know that what you spent your money on is an investment back into creative projects like Super Duty Tough Work. In fact, 
I have a sale going on right now where you can get all three of my books for just $25. I'll even sign the books for you if you request it in your order form. So there you have it. That's three separate ways you can support the podcast. The first two cost you nothing. We thank you for your support already. Back to the show. Trash. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, no, you don't. No, you don't want to be quality. This motherfucker talking about some limp like biscuit. <laughs> limp like biscuit. Yeah. Quali, he has some of the worst, worst lines. Man, I thought about starting a website about that. What? Called Worst Quali Lines. <laughs> Dot com? Yeah. <laughs> worst Quali Punchlines. Dot com. I, I literally thought about it like five or six years ago because we had so many conversations about that. We did. We used to talk about that shit yeah, all the time. And we would, every time we had one of his songs come on, there would at least be one or two lines. At least. Cringeworthy. Yeah, quen- cringeworthy lines. We were just like, yo, man, someone needs to archive all of this <laughs> awesome terribleness. <laughs> Limp like biscuit. <laughs> Limp like biscuit. Word. <sighs> and he's got some real bad, bad, bad ones, man. Oh, yeah. Like, man, I, I'm going to start just archiving. I feel like he's got at least 50. Probably more than that. Yeah. With all the records that he's done and yeah. the guest and the guest appearances. He has, I mean, he has to, I, I, I'd say about 100 to 150. <laughs> Shitty lines. Shitty lines. <laughs> I'd say at least, dog. He got a bill. He got a straight up hundo. <laughs> got a hundo a hundred bad fucking rap uh, lines a hundo bad lines <laughs> horrible yeah man that's your boy Quali. horrible right. back in the place did you know back at these rappers mad yes mad why mad. they so why they don't want to grow though yo why did why do why you mad you don't have the answer sway what up with the growth though What up with that growing up though? Yeah, what up with that age though? Yeah, what up with that? What up with that? (laughs) Come on. Come on. I mean, like, dude wears, you know, I don't know, man. He's been talking about this stuff for a while. You know, growing up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't it's not surprising. But um, so mad rappers. Yes, we got more people angry. More angry people. Yeah, mad at Jay-Z for yeah. no reason. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. 50 Cent, this is Jay-Z's album. Quote says, shit was like golf course music. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> well, why you so mad? Why you so mad? Fifth? Yeah, why does it bother him so much? Why you mad, Fifth? Uh, not up to par. 50 Cent slammed Jay-Z's new 444 as golf course music. In a sense, deleted Instagram video on Wednesday, July, and has since deleted Instagram video. Uh, let's see. The in the club rapper, who is 42 years old, uh, gave his review from the front seat of his car after listening to it at the gym. I thought the shit was I. Right. You know what? You know what I'm saying. I like the shit, but I'm gonna keep it 100. The shit was a l- <laughs> the shit was a little. The shit was a little too smart. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? How is that? The shit was a little too smart. And he's thinking, see, he's thinking young. He's <sighs> thinking in the mind of a kid. The shit was a little too smart, he said in the video, according to Variety. I felt like I was supposed to be wearing sunglasses and <laughs> I felt like I was supposed to be wearing glasses and shit and a tie and fucking sweater around my waist. Like it was it was like Ivy League shit. Okay. Like, is that really a diss? 
Yeah. You know See, what I'm saying? This is, we got to get past this bullshit. Come on. Uh, he jabbed that Jay-Z's moment is over as king of hip, of the hip-hop world. I'm going to tell you the truth. Niggas hot, niggas hot out. What? Niggas hot out there. They don't want to hear that shit. They want to just have a good time. Fuck that. Um, you can't be the best rapper at 47 because new niggas is here. And he said, naming future amigos as talented and up and coming performers. The G unit performer continued. I ain't going to hold you up. Some of that shit was like golf course music. 50 reportedly added the caption. I felt like I needed a pair of loafers when I listened to Jay's new shit. LOL. Golf anyone. 50 Cent's criticisms comes just a few weeks after Jay-Z named him as an inspiration and the Rock Nation mm. sports founder was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame on June 15th. He thanked 50 Cent on Twitter as someone who influenced his career. Jay, who welcomed twins with Beyonce earlier this month, dropped his 13th studio album on Thursday, June 29th. For the most part, it was received. It has received raised reviews and went platinum in less than a week after it debuted exclusively on title ah 50 doing 50 sit things he always why like 50 has come up on this podcast multiple (laughs) times for some fuck boy shit yeah yeah he's (laughs) he might be he might be the biggest example of a rapper that doesn't want to grow up all time he's 42 years old man it's very hard to believe that he's 42 doing the same things he was doing at 32 you know 10 years ago he was doing the same thing right saying the same thing right like i i haven't seen now what's funny is like i don't think the i don't want people to think that we're talking about this because like i think jay-z's album is great i don't think it's a classic i I don't i wouldn't put it in his top five albums oh no i would say it's maybe his his five to ten maybe you know but i don't think it's his top five so there's no way i'm out here like this album is the best shit since sliced bread not at all right but i do find it funny that when 50 Cent puts out a record, Jay-Z doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. But when Jay-Z puts out a record, 50 is talking all of this shit about it. But as we said before, the way he's critiquing it doesn't seem right. right. Like, just say that the shit ain't dope. But right. to say that you can't be the number one artist because you're 47, because there are new rappers. Well, wait a minute. What metrics are we using to to determine who's number one. Right, right. And the thing is, 50 actually didn't say he didn't like the record. Right. He's saying that it's too old. It's too yeah. smart. It makes too much sense. You're preaching to people. People want to have fun. He's been making fun records. This is his 13th record. Right. He's been making fun records for 12. When was the last time we saw this kind of, of press around a 50 Cent record? Since the first one? Right. He hasn't had any kind of a buzz like this around his music. And the reason is because 50 Cent is locked in 25, 30-year-old 50 Cent. Hey, he locked in in the club. Yep. No growth. He hasn't grown any since then. Whereas because Jay-Z has evolved and grown, it's given people new reasons to be interested in him. Right. And, and 50 Cent every year, he has to rely on the same bag of tricks, which mm-hmm. is antagonizing people. Yeah. beef yeah. public spectacle that only goes so far um when your music is not engaging people and so jay-z doesn't have to beef with people he doesn't have to create public spectacle the spectacle is in the album and where he's going to take it next right and i think that's a, a great lesson to any artist or creative person listening mm-hmm. 
you don't have to always make everything about the surrounding circumstances. You don't need other people to create interest in your shit. If you create creative, interesting products that people don't expect mm-hmm. because the, the not expecting it is a big part of why people are reacting to Jay-Z this right. way. If you can create that, you don't need beef. Right. You don't need public spectacle. Yeah. But 50 cents because he can't create it with his music. It's now about, okay, well, let me create spectacle. Mm-hmm. Let me create beef. Let me do, you know, let me be on Instagram and troll and let me let me pick fights on Twitter. Jay-Z did, hasn't had to do any of that. Never. Had, he never had to do any of hasn't that. Hasn't had to do that. So it, 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 to me, yeah, critique Jay-Z on the album, on, on, the, on, the, on the musical side of it, but to critique his right to be number one is kind of weird when it's like, well, if he can't, so what metrics are we using to judge number one? Is it album sales? Mm-hmm. Is it number one on Billboard? Mm-hmm. Is it platinum is mm-hmm. it uh buzz is yeah. it uh impact if you're l- using is it uh concert attendance if you're using he, all of that he's winning he's number one <laughs> come on whether we like him or hate him he's number fucking one right and i'm not a jay-z stand but come on let's look at the fucking stats here <laughs> let's stop being assholes right. about it just because right. he's 47 we got to ignore his show turnouts we right. got to ignore the fact that he's number one again right we gotta ignore the fact that you can't look at a single hip-hop publication without seeing this album being talked about right not a single outlet right that's your your twitter timeline your facebook feed is fucking riddled with jay-z posts right after jay-z post after jay-z fucking post after jay-z post but he's not number one (laughs) right right. he has no impact right because he's 47 we gotta ignore that that's bullshit yeah it's bullshit 50 Cent could be doing the exact same thing. Could be. He could totally be doing the exact same thing, but instead he's went a different route with his public image and he never evolved. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's not getting the, the results that Jay is getting. This is so, so, so true. So yeah, let's get into these three and number four. Yep. So, you know, we got we got number three and number four reasons why rappers don't want to grow up, which we just talked about. Mm-hmm. And number three reason is that when you don't grow up, you don't have to respect the hierarchy in hip hop. And this is what you were just talking about. I mean, it's Jay-Z. He's number one. In every aspect that you want to measure, he's number one. Yes. And I mean, and Jay is like Jay is like hip hop royalty at this point. You know what I mean? Like yes. what rapper that's out right now has put out 13 records and has pretty much eat all of them have gone platinum. Yeah. You know. Like he he can sell tickets for what other rapper can sell two hundred two hundred dollar tickets to their shows? Yep, even exactly, and that's what I'm saying. Like being mature requires that we admit that. Right, <laughs> right, right. The requirement of adulthood is that we don't deny that just because we don't like Jay Z. Right. Like, look, we're underground rappers, man. Right. And we can admit this shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, Jay Z for many years has been the antithesis of everything we've done. Exactly, but we can admit the facts are the facts. <laughs> right, this right. shit is fucking it's, it's truth. It's like, come on, bro. Come on, like water is wet. Yeah, straight up. Like, I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of LeBron James. Yes, but come on. Yeah, like I know I know basketball. He's winning rings. I know about I know yes. basketball. Yeah. I know enough to when I see this dude play. Nobody's fucking with him in the game. Yes. I know good. this. Yes. I know this. You like you can't deny that. Yeah, just because you don't like just him. Just because you don't like him. Come on now. Doesn't no, make sense. No, no, no. You can't, you can't, you can't deny that shit. It's it's bullshit. And you know, that's what's going on. You have you have rappers like 50 Cent, and, and again, we pointed out earlier that the younger rappers are 
overwhelmingly giving it up saying because this is what we expect or they're not commenting at all right they're just laying back in the cut Say, oh, it's dope, cool. Yeah. It may not be for us in our age bracket, but Jay Z is the man. Yeah, Jay Z is Jay Z. Yeah, he's just, he's doing his thing. Yeah, it's Jay Z. Um, meanwhile, these other guys, they're respecting hierarchy, but these other guys are kind of disrespecting a, a peer who is an elder in the game, who's mm-hmm. like a, a, a veteran now. Right. And simply so they can try to make themselves look a little better. But mm-hmm. it, to me, it's just, it's a sign of immaturity, man. When you are mature, Respect for your elders is one of the things that comes with that. And even respect for your peers. I mean, come on. Like, if 50 could do what Jay has done over the course of his career, he would have. Oh, totally. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jay-Z has had the hip-hop career that most rappers that are his peers want. Yes. You know, like... Having the baddest female, you know what I'm saying? That's in in the industry. <laughs> his girl is too hot, now. right? I mean, I'm just saying yeah. his girl is number one. You know what I'm saying? Like he, you know, like he he's winning. Come on, yeah, yeah. You he can't def- deny the fact that he's winning. He made a good decision in that round. I can't knock him because you know all these other dudes just fuck the same chicks, right? And then they get mad when they you know get played out or, mm-hmm. or, or you know their, their status drops. Whereas he was like, "Hey, fuck it, right? I'm gonna aim for the fucking yeah, sky. I'm going for the stars. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Fucking girl who's on my level, right? Maybe higher, maybe at, higher. At different points, you know. So yeah, no, I agree, man. So that that was number three. That was numero okay. trace. So we'll do number four. Number four. They don't trust the fans enough. Man, that's a deep one. Yeah, I mean, because you expect. I mean, I guess you would hope that your fans grow with you. I mean, as you know, as older artists, you know, I came in, I started, I put my first record out when I was 19, 99, 19. And now most of the fans that bought that record are either my age or, you know, within 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I expect them to grow with me. I expect them to grow up. I expect them to understand the fact that as I'm growing up, I live, I live, you know, I write about my life. So as I grow up and I experience different things, I'm going to write about different things. And I trust that they can follow because most of them are, you know, have been following me for a while and are around the same age bracket. So I trust the fans. You know, they want they want my kids to be their fans. 50, want, 50 wants my 15 year old to buy his record. Exactly. And that that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. It shows an extreme lack of trust in the the intelligence of the consumer right to me like you're saying we've gotten older and look at the artists that we grew up on when tribe came out we didn't want tribe to do what's new and hot no we wanted tribe to just keep it true to what they've always done yeah and that would be enough to get all of us back on board yeah whenever they dropped a record and they did that Mm -hmm. and we were happy with it we weren't crying because they didn't you know do what's hot they didn't have a trap beat on their record or because they didn't rhyme double time Uh we didn't give a fuck we wanted tribe as we knew tribe with the same essence right because we grew with them right and we knew that going beyond that trying to keep up with whatever's hot betrays why they were special to us in the first place exactly 50 cent and all these other guys i think they have a lack of of trust and they are almost insulting the intelligence of the consumer yes they think that we don't like them like like we won't grow with them mm-hmm. we grow like you're saying we've been putting out records since 1999 and a lot of fans are still with us from then they right. might have been 19 20 then right and now they're in their mid 30s yeah. now they're some of them in their 40s mm-hmm. and there's some that's younger than that um 
But the thing you, you see is that people don't necessarily want you to do what's hot. They want to they want to feel like their music is growing with them. Right. The reason people are leaving hip hop or the older people, some older people get the feeling that they're not welcome in hip hop is because of the artists are mm. not growing. Right. And when the artists grow, that makes the fans feel like they have something to grow with them. Right. As we get older, the music matures with us. So we never have to leave mu- music alone. Right. We have to say, you know what? Fuck hip hop. Mm. I'm too old for that. The reason we say we're too old for it is because hip hop is not keeping up with us. Right. You see what I'm saying? This is true. We're not too old for rap. Right. Any, if you like rap at any point, you always like rap. Right. You love it, but you don't love it when the music doesn't speak to our your collective experiences anymore. Yeah. When the music and the content only speaks to the 17-year-old, the 19-year-old, the 20-year-old right. person, and not to what you went through in your 20s. Mm-hmm. And when you're in your 20s, you should be listening to shit that takes you into your 30s. And right. your 30s, but if we cut that off as artists, like what 50 Cent is doing or suggesting, then what happens? What happens next is we basically are kind of, um, we're, we're, we're denying that process. Mm-hmm. You deny that process, then you're cutting off your own fans. Right. You know, like a 50 Cent fan is going to have a hard time listening to him now because when 50 came out, it was what, 06, 07, 08, <laughs> yeah. you know, 10 years ago. Yeah. The same fans are not there with him now because unlike Jay-Z, he hasn't evolved. Right. We've seen him evolve in his real life. Right. We know he's a businessman. Mm-hmm. We know that he's like doing other cool shit outside of hip hop. Does he rap about it? Absolutely not. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's the problem. That's the fucking problem. So we're not too old for hip hop. What's happening is hip hop is too young minded mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. And so the when we talked about it a couple few episodes back, why hip hop needs adult rappers. Right. This is why. Because we have to have a place to grow with the music that doesn't box us off or make us feel like it has an expiration date. Yeah. I Just, mean rock know, and roll doesn't. No, it doesn't. You know, like that's why the Rolling Stones can still tour. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why these people like as my mom was a huge fan of rock and roll as she, as she got, you know, when she was younger. But, you know, a lot of the stuff that um, a lot of the rock and roll cats that are still making music, they're able to keep their fans because they've grown up, the fans have grown up, and they don't care. Like, you love rock and roll, you're going to love rock and roll, period. Point blank, period. You know, whether you're 50 or whether you're 20. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And why hip hop? Why does hip hop have to be any different? That's what I'm trying to say, man. It's it's a uh, we don't trust the fans. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not not we, you and me, right? <laughs> but the greater hip hop making community mm-hmm. does not trust the growth process, and that their fans are smart enough to grow with them, and that there will be a, a fan base with them. And it's you know to bring up another. We talked about in another episode in that other adult hip hop uh, episode. We talked about how the biggest growth sector of radio was old school hip hop. Right. Those are the people who didn't have a home. Right. You know, they didn't have a home because they assumed the, the, the corporate structures assumed that all oh, these people don't want to hear this music anymore. But the truth is that if we're the only people who actually grew up walking into stores, buying records, right? We grew up actually waiting on release dates. Right. We grew up staring at album credits. That was important to us. Yeah, we invested yes. in our music. Yeah, so so why would you when you cut off that whole generation of hip hop fans, you cut off a cash cow. Right. People who would gladly walk into Best Buy 
and buy a 50 cent record because they remember buying his first record right. at Best Buy. Mm-hmm. And you're doing that in favor of uh, someone else who you assume is gonna stream your album 50. It shows a lack of trust. Yeah, I mean, it was it was interesting when I saw when the J album first, you know, the actual physical copies. All the cats that I saw that bought physical copies because it was people that was you know posting pictures of them. Yeah, most of them were our age. See, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't no young young people that was like, "Yo, I got this Fifty record," and I mean, or this uh, Jay Z album and showing the CD and upset that it was no album credits in there. See? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> upset that they had to go to a website yeah. to view the album credits, like. It, and it was most cats our age because that's what we did. We grew up and we invested in our music. Yep. And 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 it's uh it, it's just it was a lack of trust. Yeah. So yeah, we'll take a break. Word. What's up, everybody? Blueprint here to remind you that my latest project, the Vigilante Genesis EP, is available right now on Weightless Recordings. The EP is a collaboration between myself and my friend Aesop Rock which features myself on the rhymes and Aesop Rock on production. If you are a fan of concept albums, comic books, or just good old hip hop, then this EP is for you. Vigilante Genesis is available on signed CD, blue vinyl, and deluxe digital exclusively at waitlist.net. So order your copy today. Thanks again for your support. Rappers not wanting to grow up, man. Come on. And this next one, this next, uh, <laughs> ah, come on. He too old for this. He, too, he way too old for this. You need to sit down, sit somewhere and relax, dog. Whose man's this? <laughs> come get your man. This your man's? Whose granddad is this? <laughs> come get your grandpa. Stop wilding, granddad. Come on. Come on. All right. MC Shan, this is Jay Z, story of OJ advice story of oj advice and says hove bit his flow come on dog come on dog all right has anybody uh, yeah. i don't even, even hold it just wait okay go ahead at mc shan to the growing list of rappers who aren't feeling jay-z's y'all on the gram hold money to your ear there's a disconnect we don't call that money over here lyric from the nba certified story of oj off his latest album 444 quote i don't see this <laughs> I don't see this game as being a young man's sport, the former Juice Crew legend told Murder Master Music Show as he proceeded to lay down some of the harsh criticism, um, admitting that he hadn't even heard the newly minted platinum album. What? He hadn't even heard the record. <laughs> so he MC dissing. Shan never heard the fucking album. But he dissing. And he's talking shit. But he dissing. Welcome to hip hop in 2017, folks. Word, word, Jesus. word. All right, so Shan, quote, um, I see the game that if there's not people like me and Kooji Rap doing what we do, there's a whole generation that don't have shit to listen to. What the fuck? Question mark. Are we going to be forced to have to listen to this other stuff that is out there? I don't think so. There's another slot for us out here. Don't be greedy and take it all. Saying JB and greedy. Um, I'm not agreeing with. Well, I haven't heard Jay Z's album. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again, man. Hold on. I haven't. I haven't heard Jay Z's album, and I'm not running out here to get Jay Z's album. Damn. For what I hear, he's been saying the same shit that people have been saying for years. If you wanted to tell people, not to you, Shan. 
<laughs> you ain't never said that like Sharon, that, Shan. You ain't said shit. You ain't said shit. Stop lying. Oh, that's funny as hell. Lying um, ass motherfucker. <laughs> if you wouldn't tell people to do something, tell them to put their pull their fucking pants up. Don't tell Why them don't to stop. Why don't you tell them, Shan? <laughs> don't tell them to stop putting money to their ear. That's what the fans expect from them. That's their persona. People like them because they're bold and they hold up. Hold up, because they're bold and do shit like that. What? So you you okay with it? You okay yeah. with degeneracy? He on the wrong side of history, Shan. Come on, let the man put money to his ear. And instead of throwing <laughs> shots at motherfuckers, say their fucking name. Say who you talking about. Don't shade it's a, that it's shit. It's too many names to name. Don't be shady, motherfucker. How many be rappers have not put money to their fucking ear on Instagram? This shit, even regular people are doing it. <laughs> who the fuck? What? Oh, say man. their names it would take fucking years to read off all the fucking names <laughs> Shan is full of shit what do you mean biting your flow Shan he 51 man let me tell you about the story way back then when the rock dun dun but the bend in the bend Jay Z don't sound like that <laughs> never has did you hear that flow on the album never has I did not hear that flow on the album I'm sorry Shan I've heard you rap it don't sound like Jay Z and how you gonna say he bitch a flow and you ain't heard the fucking album? You just mm. talking shit. Was he on Vlad's couch when he did this interview? <laughs> nah. You know Vlad has that magical ability to make people say dumb shit. Nah, it wasn't Vlad's couch. <laughs> Live from time. Vlad's couch. MC Shan talking crazy. Here's the irony. Shan is only four years older than Jay-Z. This is true. They're the same fucking age, basically. This is true. Shan 51. Jay-Z 47. Shan ain't told me nothing about saving no money, being loyal to my motherfucking uh, wife. <laughs> never. He ain't never talked about no kids. You know he got a new album out too. He got to. He trolling right now. He got a new record. He's trying to. He's trolling. Trolling. <laughs> trying. He to, need to stop yeah. biting his flow, man. Ain't nobody bit your flow since '85, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, when Rakim, he MC Shan is one of the dinosaurs that went extinct when Rakim came in. This is true. Because there was such a jump in skill from like Rakim <laughs> in 86 right. to like Shan and, and, and uh, Curtis Blow. Yeah. That's how they was rapping one year prior to Rakim, bruh. <laughs> Rakim was basically the fucking Big Bang. Right. He came and dropped and all these dinosaurs like Shan, Curtis Blow, dead. Never yeah. to be seen again. Yeah. And if and it was like pre-Rakim, post-Rakim. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like after Rakim, <laughs> that's, if that's what it is. Yeah. Look, A-D is A-K-A-R. <laughs> after Rakim. Right, that's a hip One year A-R. Right. Shan, you was dead. <laughs> Your skeletal remains ain't been seen since, bruh. Your uh, flow couldn't make it in this new world order that happened. You nor Shan. So what are you talking about? He bitch your flow. Mm. People been talking about it. You ain't been talking about it. I don't remember Shan being the fucking uh, poster boy for mature rap. Oh, hell no. What? The poster boy for style. Come on, man. You was smoking crack in 85 too, Shan. You was probably out there with all these other dudes smoking crack. <laughs> Sit your ass down. Oh man, I hate it's to roast him like that, but I had to, man. It's the truth. It's the fucking it's, come truth on, is man. truth, man. Truth is truth. Shan still dressed like it's 1985, man. Yeah. When's the last time you seen Shan dressed like a mature dude? I just googled Shan. He still got on. He still got on like three X shirt. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He still got on a do rag. <laughs> hey, cats don't want to grow up, dog. Shit. Tell him why you mad, Prince. <laughs> I'm mad right now. I'm so angry and sad, man. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear it in my voice. I'm so mad at MC Shan right now. Oh, man. And sit your ass the fuck down, man. Like, you should have made this record. You should have been making records like this, Shan. Right. What's your fucking excuse? Right. You know? Like, you mad at Jay? You the same age bracket as him. It ain't like you 10 years older than him, 10 years younger than him. Yeah, he's got some different experiences, but come on, man. Cut the bullshit. Yeah. Cut the bullshit, Shan. Cut the bull. Shite. Ah, you all right? You all right? You good? I got. I gotta decompress, man. I gotta go for a walk after this. <laughs> <laughs> Mad right now. Fucking Shan. Shan pissed me off, man. <laughs> he fucking made me angry. It's been a while since I've been it like that on the podcast. It, it has been. It has it's been, been. been it. Okay, it so we gonna do the number five and number six. Word. Number five reason why rappers don't want to grow up like Shan is because they believe that hip hop is a youth genre. At a subconscious level, these older rappers have a deep fear and a deep subconscious belief that hip hop is only for kids. But they keep putting out records. <sighs> Trying to appeal to kids. Yep. You can see it in their fucking dress. You can see it in their speech. You can see it in their attitude. You can see it in their actions. Look at, like I just talked about with Shan. A 51-year-old man wearing 3X shirts, fucking do-rags, uh, Averex jackets. Bruh, you're 51. You're probably a grandfather by now. At least. Can we talk about why you haven't matured just in terms of your dress? Just in terms of how you carry yourself? Fuck the, the money by the ear shit. You, you've never done that, Shan, which I, you know, maybe you never had it or <laughs> thought it was your shit, which right. is cool. But don't act like you're not holding the torch for like everything that's wrong with 50 year old fucking rappers. Mm -hmm. It's like, yo, man, you are an icon who acts beneath your status by not maturing. You know, look at his speech. He's still talking crazy. I ain't heard the album, but you know what I'm saying? We been on that. Fuck Jay-Z. Basically, that's right. basically what he's saying. Yeah, straight up. You know, his whole attitude, everything about it just says he still believes that this shit is a young person's genre and that he's not prepared to grow with it mm -hmm. and therefore when somebody like jay-z comes along and starts talking about this all of a sudden he's offended yeah fuck mc shan today yeah I th I think he cool you... tomorrow but you know nah he's still gonna be on the same <laughs> shit like shan been, talk shan been talking shit forever yeah he always talking shit yeah. Shane always talking shit. It's true. It's true. He's still mad at, at KRS. <laughs> he is. He's still talking shit about KRS. He still KRS. think he won that battle. No, bruh. <laughs> no, that's that crack talking. Yeah, man. <laughs> that's that crack talking. The long term effects of the pipe. Something's not happening. <laughs> something's something not right, <laughs> bruh. off with your mans, man. Who mans is this? <laughs> Go get your man. Go get your granddad. <laughs> right. Your granddad is his ass down, man. I know his feet hurt. He start uh, talking crazy when he's hungry. All right, man. So last one. Last one. Number six. Number six. They are short-term thinkers. Short-term thinkers, man. They're not thinking for the long haul. <sighs> they don't think that rap is going to, that it can sustain them yes. into their 50s yes. or 60s. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I mean, 
come on. You know, a lot of people that were rappers that have flipped rap into, you know, acting careers or, you know, uh, Whatever venture capital, venture, look yeah, like all kinds of things, or, or even a Dre yeah. with the with the Beats venture, right? It, I mean, Ice Cube, yeah. Look at a Will Smith with a Hollywood and an acting venture. Yeah. Will Smith is probably in his mid to late forties as well, at least, yeah. And um, look at what they've done with it, right? Not because they were only thinking short term, right? They were thinking long term. Yeah. If you don't have a long term vision for what this thing can be and the many avenues within it that you can use to express yourself and that there will be an audience at each level of it, then you're going to treat it like some bullshit, like something temporary. You're not going to treat it like something that should, that can and will be there for you as you age, as you mature and that people mature and that there are different, there are different groups who like different messages. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you get older and maybe the 19 year olds that you first sold records to don't, fuck with you now like today's 19 year old right but the 19 year old that fuck with you originally still rock with you right or maybe a new set of fucking 30 year olds now tune in mm -hmm. because of your mature message and how you carry yourself and they've been looking for someone talking about that right. hip-hop is, is 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 at its worst when we only use it as a short-term tool all right when we use it long term it's beautiful because that's when we start to get into treating this genre like other genres are yeah. treated you know we ain't gotta we'll start when we start thinking long term there will be a hip-hop hall of fame and not just a rock and roll hall of fame yeah that and in, that inducts a few hip-hop artists here and there yeah there will be an institution right. and not uh borrowing time in someone else's institution the reason there's a rock and roll hall of fame is because someone thought long term right someone said you know what this is this is going to be here for a while we mm -hmm. want to pay reverence and to to the people who have made this genre what it is mm -hmm. and we can't do this in the pop music framework we're gonna we're gonna evaluate this music in the, in this rock music in a rock and roll way uh with those aesthetics and in that platform and so you create an institution like the rock and roll hall of fame that's not gonna come about with short-term thinking right instead in hip-hop we're we're still thinking short term mm -hmm. we're thinking this shit's gonna play out die out and so we don't we don't care about the long term things that would make sense, like equity. Mm -hmm. We don't care about the kind of deals being structured that would help us like ownership. Right. We're just thinking about let me just get my shit out. Right. Let me let me because make whatever. this quick buck, quick buck. Someone mm -hmm. gives you a quick buck for something and you exchange that quick buck for for nothing. You mm -hmm. have no future rights, no future access, no future ownership. And it. And it hurts the genre as a whole because now you have this whole thing being owned and controlled by people who have long-term uh, right. uh, 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 thought process but don't have a sincere interest in the genre right and now we are fucked <laughs> yeah basically you know yeah i mean i don't know it's it's just wild i i don't understand how you can love something, any 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 type of music, any type of art, how it can be loved by people and they don't think about it being around yeah. for years and years to come. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I've never, even when I first listened to hip hop, I never thought that one day I'm not going to listen to hip hop. Right. I've never I've never had that in my head. You know what I'm saying? It's never been like that. You know, like any genre of music and and to go to go also into um 
it's all it, it, it's always been there for me. Hip hop and music in general has always been there. And that that's not going to change. A lot of people go to music because music a lot of times or art in general says things that the, that they're thinking and feeling, but they don't know how to say themselves. And that ideal is never going to change. So why would hip hop not be there for future generations to do that for them? You know what I'm saying? I don't understand why you wouldn't think it would be here for for that. Yeah, and it maybe maybe it speaks to the mentality of, and I feel like something happened in hip hop where you know I feel like maybe in the mid to late '90s you started getting this influx of people who were kind of saying, "I'm not a rapper, I'm a hustler." Mm-hmm. Like there was it was this weird new uh, attitude that look, I'm not here for the art form, or 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 the, I'm here for the money. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, this kinda, is hot and new. That's kind of what Jay came in as. Yeah, like you know? I'm a hustler. I'm not. I'm a street guy. Mm-hmm. Rap is just how I get money now because y'all like rap, right. and I can do it good. But I'm not really thinking long term about this. Mm-hmm. It kind of. I wonder if this is like a byproduct of that, to where it kind of created this this feeling of you know this is just temporary. Mm-hmm. It's just a fad. Right. And when when this hustle is over. I'll move on to the next hustle, right. whatever that may be, as opposed to, like you're saying, there will never be a day when I don't like hip hop. Right. Like, it's weird to imagine, like, there will never be a day that I listen to a record and don't think about hooking up a beat. Right. Like, I don't hear a loop and be like, ooh, right. ooh I need that. Right. You know, even if I have no gear near me. I'm thinking, right, wow, exactly. You still think it. Yeah. You know, like, when will that I don't know. I've I've always felt the same way. Like I will always like this. I mean, we do have our periods where we think um, the music is not speaking to our experience. Right. The music is a little, is not keeping up with us as we're growing and our lives are changing. Mm-hmm. You know, like you you're finishing school. You have children. You have a life. You have a wife. You have all these things that are going on. Your your reality is different, right? Right. And the struggle now is finding music that speaks to that experience. Exactly. Just as it spoke to us when we were 19. Right. When it spoke to the youth experience. Right. It's out there. I think people are just kind of afraid. uh, Artists, I should say, are afraid that they're going to lose something by, you know, explaining their growth Mm -hmm. and and growing with us. Right. When nothing could be further from the truth. Yeah. I mean, you have to you have to grow. I mean, you grow. You can't you can't not grow. You grow. Yeah. And, and shit happens like you grow like Shan is a grandfather. I'm sure he's a grandfather. Yeah. Come granddad on. You, you, yeah. You a granddad. Like talk. Talk about shit like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a lot of artists, a lot of rappers that are still rapping and are still probably touring that are probably fucking granddads. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? R&B cats that are granddads. Yeah. Speak on it. Speak on it. Your granddad. Speak on it, Speak man. Speak on it. Give us something. And, and maybe that's the grand lesson in Jay-Z's album is that um, maybe we should be less afraid to speak about where we are, even if it is a complete exception and an anomaly mm-hmm. in the in the grand you know scheme of things. Like if you look at everything, right. like you're saying, Jay-Z's record is very... Um, it's an anomaly. It's a glitch in the matrix right now. Right. You know, but he's getting pressed like he never got. Right. With this record. Mm-hmm. And maybe that should be the lesson to all of us that, hey, this is what you need to be doing. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily in terms of his record, but 
tell your story right really tell your story tell your story tell your reality talk about yeah. your reality yeah. what's going on in your life today yeah you know like cats a lot of these cats that were hustlers growing up are still and they not hustlers no more still talking about hustling yeah they don't talk about the transition or about yeah. the exit from the game or, right or the what growth the, the new reality is right they think that all we want to hear is them old hustling tales and that's not that's the nah. furthest from the truth no nah, i'm fascinated with all the other stuff like mm-hmm. how did you get out right how did you transition right what what pieces did you move on this chessboard that allowed you to be successful after that mm-hmm. i think those are fascinating stories that people have not been told yet that hip-hop would be very well served if people did hear them. yeah i mean and it's interesting that people that I've seen that have like the Jay-Z record, like T.I., like Kendrick, the people that are actually making moves outside of hip hop and doing things and growth and investing their money and doing. I mean, T.I. with the whole, you know, being faithful to your wife thing and probably, you know, smack them in the face. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, it's interesting to see the cats that are, you know, like that are giving them applause for the record because they're like, yo, you're really teaching us some things and yeah. talking to these kids about some things that they really need to know. So, yeah. you know, grow the fuck up, man. Yeah. So that's it. That's it. That's it. Word. Yeah, man. It's early morning edition. Mm-hmm. Knocked it out. Knocked it out of the pot. And uh, yo, we'll see y'all next week. Word. Peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex than nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work. Huh?